Cool. All right. So welcome to another episode of The Dating Dossier. I'm here with my friend Chelsea. for our conversation today but for starters Chelsea if you'd like to introduce yourself yeah awesome so uh, my name is Chelsea and I am a body image and confidence coach at um, Unchained Magic I am doing a huge rebranding and it's gonna be coming in the next few weeks so I'm really excited Um, I focus on working with plus-size women to kind of get rid of the the clutter and the beliefs that they gain from all of the things you hear from beauty standards, society, yeah. culture, um, diet industries, oh my you God. know, type stuff and standards like that. So I kind of take women and help them kind of take all of that mess out, reframe and recreate what beliefs they want to have about themselves and their body, and then give them all of these tools from hypnotherapy and, um, you know, thought models and all of these different kinds of things to be able to create kind of the life they want to be able to live how they're really supposed to because you know we spend so much time thinking we're supposed to live a certain way yeah. look a certain way and just kind of getting rid of both of those things and just living a life as who you're meant to be no matter how you look totally yeah I I love that Chelsea and I've had some awesome conversations that's why I wanted to invite her beg her ask her <laughs> to come on the podcast today we've also had um pretty funnily enough a parallel kind of career path mm-hmm. in terms of like we've both been through some real bullshit oh my god um <laughs> but <laughs> have also like come out on the other side so again it's not one of those like we're going to tell you what to do and have a how-to and a playbook mm-hmm. but we both can speak to the experience that you do come out on the other side like mm-hmm. even when you don't see it you were saying earlier i loved the phrasing you had that sometimes you're in something and it feels eternal yeah i absolutely. love that um how you were explaining that mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so, because that's the thing, is like you think about when you were a kid and you're like, oh my gosh, like Johnny from the playground is never going to like me and yeah. it feels like so forever. <laughs> and then anytime you're going through something, I think it's because we get so stressed and emotionally overwhelmed that yeah. we kind of just put these blinders on and we're not able to see, you know, that life is still existing and still happening outside yes. of us and outside of these you know, experiences that when you're able to have that hindsight and look back and see like, oh, you know, this was just like a couple days of my life. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, when I didn't get a job or I didn't get something like it was only like a matter of hours or, you know, sometimes <laughs> yes. like minutes like, where I like real. freak out about something. And then just kind of being able to un- create that understanding that you can step back and like you will still survive and just... Yes that oh you've that meme that's like oh you survived like a thousand like shitty days and like you've been able to like come out on the other side of them and that's like it's so corny but it's so true at the same time it's it's really real um and I think that is very applicable to dating because Mm -hmm. like we're saying like sometimes minutes you like don't get that text back and you're like that's it this is the catastrophic thinking oh my gosh Um, absolutely (laughs) and then a couple minutes later and then they text you back and you have to like call your friend to be like i'm fine (laughs) (laughs) like disarm the bomb like everything's okay like we're gonna survive like we don't need to like stalk or like murder anyone it's fine (laughs) i'll put the knife away we're not gonna go slash the tires today maybe tomorrow when you're maybe tomorrow some people out here like 
need to be brought down a few notches. Oh my I gosh. mean, sometimes I always joke with my parents. I'm like, when is the crazy switch going to flip? Because oh it's coming. I feel Girl, like it's like, I day. always tell people, I get asked on like dating apps, guys, like one of the opening questions will be, oh, you know, how's like this dating app treating you? Oh la, my la. God. And I'm like, oh my God, first off, think of a new question. And then number <laughs> two, I always say, oh, I'm just like trying to like find that diamond in the rough. Like mm. I'm just like ticking and digging. I'm about to get to China, but like eventually, like hopefully like we will find someone and it will be okay. Like I'm, I'm digging with my fingers that are oh now like bloody nubs. Right, like my like prison spoon that I'm like trying to like yeah. get to the other side. Oh yeah. my gosh, totally. Or I always, I feel like I've said this on the podcast before, but they're like, oh, like what do you like to do? And it's like, bitch, what do you want me to say that I'm interested in for the next 48 hours before you ghost me? Like, I know. Right? I know oh you gosh. don't care. I know. I hate that question, but I'm still like, I am still an a-hole and ask it anyways. Um, it's like, I just get like, oh, I love like, what do you like to do? Oh, I love taming tigers and like skydiving like I love sitting my ass on my couch and like binge watching something on Netflix I like doing with my life reading and figuring out which office memes to send right like that's what I like yeah I'm like analyzing a gift to send someone yeah that's what I do with my time that's my favorite thing like that's you know but that's not cool I once tried to say knitting and I got I didn't say it once. I went through a phase where mm-hmm. I would say knitting because mm-hmm. I legitimately was knitting. Yeah. And that it didn't go over well. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, ha, ha, what are you, a grandma? <laughs> Literally. Um, yes, I am a grandma. <laughs> Thank you. I'm the hottest grandma you will meet. Bye. <laughs> oh, hey. You know, Jolie has a couple toys she treats like babies. So, I mean, technically, if we want to get weird, like, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could be a grandma. Um, but we wanted to talk about red flags in dating. Um, because I feel like that's such a buzzword, mm-hmm. right? Like, absolutely, red flags, red flags, uh, like red, 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 red. <laughs> Um, there's always red flags, and especially if you talk to your friends, who mm-hmm. I get it, like they they have our best interest at heart, but they're also like sick of hearing us replay and replay and oh replay. Gosh. Yeah. So they're like, mm, that's a red flag. Or we've taught ourselves, like, oh, look out for this because if mm-hmm. he does this, it's not going to work out. So we were kind of having a really interesting conversation before we started recording about how, like, are there actually mm-hmm. red flags? Yeah. Or is it just, like I said, kind of this buzzword about different behaviors we've mm-hmm. noticed? And I do think there are things you should pay attention to because if something makes you feel shitty, don't just, like, put up with it for the for sake sure. of putting up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also doesn't mean, like, just because they do this, like they're the biggest asshole in the world and they're never going to work out. Like we are all human. And you were talking about being introspective. Yeah. Which I was like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of times red flags come from an experience that you've had. And I think taking that time to, I think a lot of times because dating now is such like a revolving door, like who can I replace, you know, who can be next in? Like Like, I have like three backups. Yeah, right. I got to have like my backup to my backup. (laughs) And um, I think we don't kind of, because we're so terrified of being alone and like not meeting these like next steps and these standards. Like I have all of these friends that are married. Like we're so afraid of, you know, being left behind essentially. Totally. And I think because we're just trying to jump to the next thing and the next thing, we're missing that opportunity to be with ourselves and have that introspective time and to learn, you know, what maybe is like a red flag for someone else might not be a red flag for me. And like, also is this red flag that I'm finding in someone else? Am I doing this to another person? Like, is this like, 
is like Joe Schmo that just ghosted me is he ghosting me because I like did something crazy like what is the right. conversation that he's having about me on that end and so like oh my being able to like think about it from these different areas and like being really responsible for yourself and doing that introspection on you know what do you need what isn't isn't okay what kind of boundaries do you need to boundaries, have boundaries oh my god um you know, what do you need to feel fulfilled and cared for and loved? What kind of communication do you need? And like, you know, not learning what you need and you want and also how to be responsible for yourself, I think is just really important. I think what a lot of us don't do nowadays in like modern dating. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. And that's not to say like, you know, spend all your time over analyzing, overthinking and like Mm -hmm. being like, Oh my God, should I send it? Should I not send it? Like be do what you're gonna do but if you see like if you are continually getting ghosted this is kind of what I've joked about before like if I'm continually getting ghosted like let's look at the common denominator like let's see what's up over here yes absolutely I think so many times we want to put the onus and the blame on other people Mm -hmm. because it's so much easier to blame you know an outside thing than it is to take that oh they're an asshole right oh that person's just a douche he just ghosted me because he's a asshole yeah when like really like oh did maybe I do something and like mm-hmm. and also I think with coming with coming with that introspection and like not overanalyzing like you said right. I think again like goes back to you know what we were talking about before and like you know not putting like morality and like making something yes. good or bad or you know making it mean something about yourself that you're just taking the time to understand who you are and like let it mean just that let it just mean oh I'm trying to develop this relationship with myself before I go into the next one or try to find someone. And I think not making a villain out of like what you're doing and like what you're trying to do. Yes. Means something, anything other than I'm trying to understand who I am and what I need and what I want. I love that conversation we were having, like assigning negative or positive emotions Mm -hmm. to any action. Now, sometimes actions do have like, there are certain things that you're like, no, that was pretty Mm -hmm. bad. Um, but I think the trap we fall into yeah. is assigning emotions to everything that happens. Yeah. Like everything that happens has to have been good or bad mm-hmm. or what did we learn from it or what did that mean? You yeah. know, does it mean something else? Like mm-hmm. trying to take that deeper Yeah. Dive. And I think we, um, a lot of times if you're familiar with kind of like thought work and, you know, things like yeah. that is like everything that happens to you is a circumstance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, and in thought models, there's like a piece that's missing, right? There's the first part is usually, you know, what's the neutral circumstance because everything is just an experience. Everything just operates and nothing means something until we assign it a meaning or we yes. assign it an emotion or a thought or something like that. And then from that circumstance, you know, what thought are you having? You know, um, a circumstance could be, I got a text and then yeah. that thought you have is, oh, you know, he didn't text me fast enough or like, what did he mean by this? And like, that's the thought you have. And then the feeling you have under that is anxiety or stress or, you know, whatever it is. And then from there, kind of what action do you take? And then, oh, I sit spiraling for a million like years or yes. I like text him back 800 times or, you know, whatever. And then or you're like, oh, I'm done. Right. Or like, I'm going to break up with him right now because he doesn't care about me. Yeah. And then the result that you have, is that the result you're getting from the thought that you're having and then the emotion that you're having? And so then I think what people don't realize is they think all of your emotions are very reactionary and what they don't realize is it's a choice. What you feel yes. and what you think is a choice And I think what's also missing from that kind of thought model that's been taught for so long is 
the acceptance piece, the acceptance piece of the whole experience, the thoughts and the emotions, the actions, the results, the whole acceptance of it as a whole. And again, like we were saying before, taking that morality, that good versus bad out of it and just letting it like be and letting and almost like recognizing it. Yeah. And then moving into trying and, you know, making a choice on like how you want to think and feel and all that kind of stuff afterwards. And I think that is a really good segue into talking about mm-hmm. red flags because I think we can look at the quote-unquote red flags, right? right? Those classics. And we're going to yeah. go through plenty of examples, <laughs> but um, I think the red flag is the action and then it's what we do from there yeah. mm-hmm. forms the experiences and the yeah. negative emotions mm-hmm. and really the part about dating that we hate, which is like mm-hmm. the stressors and yeah. the, oh my God, it's happening again. You know, whatever like, like triggers we have about oh gosh, something, yes. you know, oh, is the, why is this happening to me again? And like yeah. all this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Totally. So we both came up with some lists, which was actually kind of hard to do, like <laughs> yeah. to sit down and yeah. list. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I always talk about, oh, red flags, red flags. Mm-hmm. But when I went to go like list them out, I'm yeah. like, it's kind of hard to be like, what about that yeah. whole thing mm-hmm. was the red flag? Yeah, All exactly. I know is like, that was a bad situation, mm-hmm. but what was the yeah. red flag? So that was kind of an interesting exercise. Yeah, and it made me kind of think, so what I couldn't like, I was like you, I sat down to try and like make a list and I thought it was going to be so easy. Oh my gosh, yeah. Answer, like 800 things yes. and like I would have like everything and be able to solve like everyone's dating problems ever in the whole world. Yep. And then I did and I was like, okay, wow, like what made me like, and then I was like, okay, let me go and like look at each relationship that I had or if you could call yeah. some of them a relationship, I right? Situationships. Situations, like unfortunate experiences. <laughs> Lemony Snicket, like, call me, like, yeah. many series of unfortunate <laughs> events. Um, and I, like, tried to dissect and, like, what kind of things, like, why did it end? And, like, what was the reason, like, within that In situation? Like, yeah. And then I was like, okay, like, these are the things that are... Yeah. Because you can, like, you see it in the moment, and then once you are out of it and you're on the other side, you kind of, like, let it all go. And so, like, yeah. making this list. Oh, I my know. God. It was... Um, and some of the names Chelsea has for things were cracking <laughs> me up. Um... I can't wait to go th- through them. So I figured I tried to circle. I'm like looking for those yeah. of you who aren't staring at me. <laughs> I'm like looking at my notebook and I tried to circle w- ones that we had that we both had. Mm-hmm. And the first one that I had that we mm-hmm. both had was no social media. Okay. Yeah. So no social media. This can be like, it depends again, like all of these red flags yes. are about like your experiences are also about like your preferences and like, totally. you know, what do you need like from someone? Right. And me personally, I think it's weird if you say you have no social media. Like zero. Because it is 2020 yeah. and social media permeates absolutely everything in our lives. People, like people's job goals is to be an influencer on social media. Yeah. So like you have something. Like I have a friend, she has no Facebook, she has no Instagram, but homegirl has a Snapchat and a LinkedIn. A you had pointed out LinkedIn. I, did. I didn't even think about that, but she at least has those things and like yes. that ties her to the human world. For real. And like I think when someone says they have none, I think they are trying to hide something from you. I agree. I totally agree. When they say, Oh, I don't have social media, it's like I because I feel like even if you are in the CIA, aren't you supposed to have like a fake? I, I don't even know, girl, but I think like, even, like, Agent Joe Schmo has a Facebook. Yeah. And he maybe just doesn't He just maybe doesn't put work. his location on right. it. Right, Like, yeah. he doesn't upload, update his location. Because, like, for real, how do you get DoorDash? Like, how do you 
exist right. in 2020 yeah. without How did you sign into this Tinder account without <gasps> having Facebook? Excuse Actually, me. hang on. Excuse me, I just cracked all of the hang code. On. They're all lying. <laughs> They're all liars. <laughs> How did you find me on this Bumble or this Hinge or this you like have whatever? To have a Facebook. Okay, sometimes you can have the option of doing your Gmail, but who does that? No one. Everyone does their Psychopaths. Facebook. Psychopaths. Am I right? Psychos. Like crazy people. <laughs> That's that's this we cracked the code. Okay, okay right. debunk. Next number two. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, a total lack of social media. And yeah. like like the friend, like they could have like Instagram or most people we were talking like they don't really have Facebook as their uh-huh. main yeah. form, but they Absolutely. should have Instagram or Snapchat mm-hmm. or something. If they're trying to only text you on WhatsApp, like oh, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think. One that we could also talk about because I've hinted at it in other episodes is when they cancel either last minute or for the craziest Mm -hmm. reasons. Like, guys, I'm telling you, the lack of creativity, uh, you won't see it when they're canceling. (laughs) (laughs) You'll see it picking out a date, but you won't see it when they cancel that date. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I had someone... He was, it was like a, it was like a twofer in his cancellation. So it was one part, he was on his way to um, my house and we, we had been seeing each other for like a minute. Okay. He was on his way to my house and he was like, we were on the phone and then like the phone call cut out and then Mm -hmm. it was literally like hours upon hours later. So you think he's dead. And I was like, oh my God, this guy is dead. He's in a car accident. He was like driving a motorcycle. Oh my God. Oh my God. Someone like rammed him into like something. And then I get like a text the morning after and it was like, oh, my phone died on the way to your house. He'd been to my house twice. You couldn't remember the directions. Okay. Mm, We'll see. And then his second excuse was, oh, my dad's a cop and he was shot on duty last night. I was like, what I was like oh my god like in the moment I didn't want to be a total douche and be like oh I think you're a liar well, so the I first was, couple times this thing this kind of thing happens yeah you're not you're not I'm not I try to give people the benefit of yes, the doubt right yes, when people yes. give when people cancel on me I try to give them the benefit of the doubt but weeks passed and there was nothing there was like no news story because you know it is again 2020 people mm-hmm. are all out here like reporting like 24 hour you know, news cycle all of this news like there had to have been something that a cop got shot and was in the hospital right yeah nothing crickets on the news right mm. and i had asked him about like his dad and he was like oh yeah he's they're good they're cool my dude, I'm asking you for, on purpose how your dad is, and you're not going to give me some medical update. Yeah, because like, what about Sketchy. the gunshot wound specifically? Right. Like, yeah. is he okay? Yeah, and he like even got like dramatic with me. He's like, oh yeah, like he gave me too much detail in his oh, life. Yes. He gave me too much That's detail. That's like, Oh, it went in on his like left side, and he was like bleeding out, and they were afraid. And, and you like, like have his eye on mute in the background, to, like being like, "That's yeah. not how a gunshot works." <laughs> like it was like they and they had to do like emergency surgery, and, and I was like, on the street. Yeah, and I was like, mm, okay. And then pretty much that fizzled out after that. I and mean, then I get the text, oh, what are you doing? Haven't heard from you. Oh, the hey stranger text. Oh, oh, ew. those are my fave said in super sarcastic. I mean, um, yeah. Hey, stranger. <laughs> I was just like, mm, no red flag. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> no, bye, red flag. That's <laughs> We're done here. Um, oh my goodness. I, I had one guy cancel. We'd only been on one date mm-hmm. so far and then we were supposed to go on a second date. Okay. And he ended up canceling like 
at the last minute and it was a two for two Mm -hmm. he said he dropped his phone at the gym and it shattered it and so he couldn't text me and i'm like listen if a dude is interested in you he will send a carrier pigeon like oh absolutely (laughs) it will happen yeah i had this guy yeah same situation he had he was like oh my phone broke and i didn't get a replacement and i was like so you like and like we had followed each other on instagram and i was like so you didn't remember you weren't like and it happened the day we were supposed to go out it's always Always, so convenient isn't that so interesting how it's the day (laughs) of you're supposed to go out with me and he comes at me like weeks almost or like months later and i was like hey how are you and i was like WTF, like, what happened to you? Like, did you die in a hole and, like, come <laughs> you just back got to life? Out. Like, Jesus like, are Christ. You, like, you just let is... out of prison? Like, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And it was so crazy. Okay, girl. Okay, I also have another red flag for you that I totally forgot about until you said prison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> until you said prison. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, but, yeah, like, don't. Like, crazy excuses are not okay. Don't no. believe them. No. Like, and so the guy, his phone cracked at the gym, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, great, I'm hearing from him. And he's like, but I have to go back to West Virginia where his family lived because his sister was in a custody battle, and she was going to lose her son, and she's been, like, on drugs in the past, so and she's dating details. so many details. Stop. The best part, I know so much about his life um, that I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's too much. When they give too you much. too much details, mm-hmm. you're like, you do know that now I... I didn't think you were lying. But now, now I'm pretty I damn confident <laughs> that y- you're lying. Absolutely. And it's just, it's like, dude, if you're not feeling it, just. Right. Like, and that's the thing is like, you think you are like, quote unquote, saving me yes. like some misery or whatever from not just being upfront. But like the amount of time that I have wasted in my life, like spiraling as to why someone has like canceled on me or ghosted me. When you can just tell me, oh, I'm not feeling it, or I've been dating multiple people and I kind of want to see how it goes with this one person. Yes. Thanks so much. Like, that's That's, not hard. I get over that so much faster. Yeah, because you're like, oh, wow, like, thanks. Like, at least I know what it is and I'm not spiraling. And I can be like, yeah, same. And I appreciate you doing that. It kind of gives me confidence to do that same Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but when they either cancel or they ghost, mm-hmm. like, like the first time I got ghosted, I legitimately was checking obituaries because I thought he was yeah. dead. That's why it's called ghosting. Like we think <laughs> yeah. they're dead yeah. Yeah. and it's mm-hmm. legit. And I, people like laugh and they're like, Oh, you crazy. And it's like, but before it was like this phenomenon right. and somebody just disappears yeah. after like constant right, like I'm not a monster. I have been like <laughs> invested in you as a person. Worried. So like, I'm going to be worried about like your well-being yeah even if I barely know you sorry I'm not being the monster yeah sorry I'm checking on you I'm a yeah. human um mm-hmm. but please tell me what prison oh my god okay. reminded you <laughs> so I had um like so I had gone out with this guy who is now known as this is a giveaway felon guy I, okay oh my god <laughs> and so and felon guy a red flag that I did not recognize at the beginning uh-huh. is I did because I didn't it didn't even register in my brain. I was like, oh, like how are you? Like what have you been up to? Like la la la. He was like, oh yeah, like I just got back, um, you know, after being like gone for like a while. I just oh. got back home, and I was like, oh, mm. like my stupid ass was like, oh wow, he's been traveling. That's so nice. <laughs> That's he what he just, wanted you yeah, to think, right? <laughs> he's been traveling from like cell block A to cell block B <laughs> is where he's been traveling, girl. <laughs> And so little did I know. So like we talked for a little bit, like he was (gasps) so hot 
Oh, and no. Girl, he was so hot. And I we ended up, like, having sex. And then I found out after the fact he was on his golden anniversary of being out of jail for seven months after being in for seven years. <gasps> and... <laughs> Yeah. After I like, I got duped into like having sex and I like grappled with it. I was like, am I being like a snooty, like privileged bitch about like not being okay oh, with dating well. someone who was a felon, like rehabilitation and all that. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. But like he had not been like completely like honest. That's like that's problem. kind of like information that yeah. you need to tell someone. Cause like, what if we go and like someone doesn't want to give it, like we get married and like someone doesn't give us a house loan because like you have like a felony. Or I feel like you like, can't rent cars. This may be my ignorance speaking, but I feel totally like there's be, so yeah. much that like you can't, you can't do, do. Mm-hmm. there's like so many jobs like he couldn't have oh my gosh because of like uh, can that he kind even of get stuff. an apartment i have I, no idea but like i just feel like that like kids and records you need to tell people about <laughs> those things you gotta listen like, like that needs to be in like your like dating like employee like manual situation like you just need to tell me about like like don't let things. me find out about this shit like yeah so like because if after, i find out about it oh my god so <laughs> after we had had sex i found out he was like a felon and then i was like how did, where, did he just roll over and he's like, so I gotta tell you, uh, <laughs> was like, and this no. is better than my cellmate. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, wait, should I not have said that? Is that really bad? No. no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. I'm dying. Um, but, no, it kind of, it came out in, like, the cuddling conversation afterwards. Yeah, pillow and I was talk, like, this man. bitch duped me in the pillow talk. <laughs> I was like, shit. Oh. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And then, but, yeah, no. And then, shamefully, not shamefully, we had we hooked up like later on because it was I just mean, like too he's good. Like, it was good. He's, he's hot. Honestly, <laughs> he's just so I've said hot. it. I've said it before, Ugh. and I'll say it again. Like the hot ones get away with so oh, much do. more. And I just like yeah, I like didn't have any shame because I was like ah oh, whatever, and we just like hooked up. And it was yeah, fine. <laughs> I mean because you're like and that's like a red flag of someone. I've been away. I've been unquote. away. If you come across <laughs> it, I've been away, and they don't tell you where they've yeah. been away at. <laughs> Beware. Be like, let me see that passport really quick because I need to see some stamps, stamps in that. please. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, oh, felon guy. Okay. Um, let's see. So, ooh, we were talking about when, especially super early on in the relationship, maybe not necessarily the first date, but they mm-hmm. do a lot of times, criticizing their mom or their oh, exes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Someone, if you find someone who is talking too much shit about whomever to a per- to you a person that they barely know yes get up and go because the thing is is like yes we all like we, no one is a saint we all shit talk yeah. we all like vent we all yes. bitch about coworkers or like our friend who's like pissing us off in the moment like we all do that but if someone feels the like ability to be comfortable with you and just like s- like fly off at the mouth about whomever and just talk shit about anybody run because like they're going to do that same thing about you yes and it also just kind of shows like how they view people in their lives as well like I can understand you know we're salty we talk about exes if something like bad happened it was like bad blood in the end but like if they're talking about that too soon with you like it's not a good idea and then also like with guys it's You know, if you have, you know, if he's saying like, oh, my, like my mom's, a, my mom's like a stupid bitch. Like, or a crazy bitch. Or like my mom's crazy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, some of our moms like frustrate us like a lot. Yeah. But like, if he's talking about like his mom like that, like he is, I just have like a super huge like doubt that he's not going to speak about you in the right, right. ways either. And he's not going to treat you properly. Cause like my parents, for example, my, um, my dad 
had before they got married had talked shit about my mom's mom my grandma and then like later on like throughout their marriage it just like proved that Mm -hmm. hey like he's like doing the same thing to you when he was talking shit about like your mom and like he was complaining about his mom as well when they were like dating in high school and like it blew up in their faces but and i think if that's not to say like once you've been together that you can talk about these like toxic because maybe mm-hmm. you have a toxic relationship with your mom sure. but you should not be unloading that right. on a first date yeah. to essentially a stranger yeah because like my mom drives me crazy all of the time but i'm yeah. not gonna tell like random Trayvon that I've gone out with that like oh my mom guess what Trayvon my mom pisses me off she's a dumb bitch like here's what she said I'm gonna keep that to myself and then like once I know this person and I can open up to them like family stuff about them then I'll like talk about oh my gosh my mom was so frustrating today like la 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 and that's not we're talking about like that first date when they're like yeah and they go or they're about their ex and like oh she was so crazy Mm -hmm. and she demanded so much and blah 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 it's probably I mean not all the time because there are crazy people out Mm -hmm. there but I think a lot of times that's an indicator that's why it's on the red flag yes I think it's an indicator that they are going to be like she asked me for something Mm -hmm. that I didn't feel like giving right Mm mm-hmm yeah And it's just, it's also, like, people who talk about, again, it's, like, that interpretation of it. It's, like, Mm, also if people, like, talk too much about their exes. Like, whether they're shit-talking them or or they're, like, sad and they're, like, not over them. Then it's, like, "Mm, do you have some things that you need to go, like, be alone by yourself and, like, handle and be emotionally responsible for those things Mm -hmm. before you, like bring some unwitting human into like your yes. personal mess before you're like really ready to like bring someone into your like circle in your sphere like the comments of and I think this kind of bleeds into another red flag I'd had listed mm-hmm. but like being too complimentary so if they're talking about their ex and they're like oh she was the strongest person I know mm-hmm. and she was amazing and I still have so much respect for her I like mm-hmm. that like I like mm-hmm. that you have respect for your exes but yeah. you really shouldn't be like saying those phrases to me to on a first date with you yeah. mm-hmm. like aren't you interested in me right do you like, wish like it was your ex like sitting <laughs> like, across from you at this like table like is that what you want yeah and the ones like what that kind of bleeds into it I was saying is the guys I feel like who have told me like you're the most beautiful woman I've been out with or you have the prettiest eyes I've ever seen or I um, what's the phrase this guy recently used? I feel like I scored a home run with you. When they use the extreme compliments, mm-hmm. it almost screams to me yeah. like bullshit. Yeah, you either think you're gonna like when people just go extremes in like any sort of sense. Yes, like, actually, you yes. think you are going to like like bamboozle me into mm-hmm. like, or it's almost or you're trying to like manipulate me and like really butter me the fuck up yeah. to like. <laughs> Be like, oh, he thinks I'm so gorgeous, and he thinks yeah. I'm like so amazing, he and I like, I'm and I like shit gold, like it's so great, <laughs> like la la la, I love it. And then, like, but then like think about it in like a month when this could flop, like you're not gonna be that person, and he was right. just like blowing smoke the whole time. So yes. like, exactly. just like, I think like it's just like when you're dating, it's like this weird like just like balance of like mm-hmm. being like positively optimistic, but also like being self aware and like being just like a tiny bit you know, taking a step back and like, "Mm, is this person doing too much or is this person doing like too little of something? Right. Cause I get like something if, if they're pretty normal and Mm -hmm. then they're like, you have the prettiest eyes I've seen, they might mean that one. Right. But when it's like, they are totally hanging out. They're on, on the like extreme a hundred, end of like, the spectrum all of the time. <laughs> I mean, they're like, oh, what? Yeah, you're the best driver I've ever been in the car with. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, hang on, friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, 
<laughs> I know I'm not. So yeah. yeah, I know I just popped a little curve back there. So like, you don't have to say that. We both know that's not true. Like, right now. I, I'm okay. I don't need to hear it. Um, so I think that's one. And uh, another one that we both had on our list. Too serious, too fast. Too serious, too fast. Oh my gosh. I had this guy now unlovingly known as Crazy Dominique. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> In a day, we met each other for, like, I was, like, feeling spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, less than 48 hours. And I was like, oh, like, I'm in town. Like, I've got stuff going on. Do you want to go, like, grab a coffee? Because he was, like, two miles down the road from where I live. So I was like, sure. Like, you're in town. Like, nice. cool, let's, let's do, do it. it. Yep. And then we got there. And then he, like, wanted to, like, spend the whole day with me. And mm. then he, like, and then later that evening, he said, after we'd known each other less than 12 hours, I was like, oh, do you want to be my girl? And I was like, uh, what's your middle what? name? <laughs> like, um, who are you? Like, what is your last name? Oh, which I might not even know. Because, like, do you think about that? Like, do you always ask no, people their totally. last name? No, never. I don't ask people their last name until, like, <gasps> until I'm, they, like, like, trying to find them on Facebook right, or something. Until I'm trying to creep on them or I feel like they have, like, like, graduated to the level of not being like Joe Bumble in my phone or Joe Tinder in my phone yeah. so I can like keep track of people. Oh god. I for a while I wasn't saving any phone numbers oh and then I was getting them confused. Yeah. Me too. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Like, I feel guilty about that. Okay, me too. Um but yeah, he just got like so serious and so intense so oh, fast. And then like day. that just ended up like spiraling into this like huge crazy situation. Um but yeah like just don't if people get like too intense too fast run it's like a flare right if it's like Mm -hmm. quick to light it's gonna be quick to go out absolutely yeah and that whole situation lasted an entire week after he wanted me to be his girl and wear his letterman jacket and like give me a promise ring and like whatever the crazy shit else he wanted to do like he was just like so wild he just like he started talking to me about like kids the next day and i was like um and new. <laughs> I, I had good. a dude when I was in college, and he was in a fraternity. Like, I was in a story, he was in a mm-hmm. fraternity, but we went to different schools. Yeah. He somehow found my big on Facebook <gasps> and, like, messaged her and was like, I want to lavalier her. You know, like, the whole ceremony thing yeah. where they put the yeah. letters and the things like that. Like, didn't even ask me. Did, like, it just reached out to my... He found my big but and was like... But wild is, like, in his boy brain, he was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something it's cute. It's surprising her. It's a gesture. It's, like, this cute thing. I'm, like, thinking of, like, these things I want to do. Because, like, I feel like women, like, ask for so much, like, validation in certain types of ways and grand gestures yeah. and things like that. And then guys, because they're just, like they're just like by nature they're like providers and they want to do these things for you they sometimes go too much and don't like take that introspective step back and like is this okay is this what I should be doing like is this formal like and I think that would have worked had mm -hmm. it not been like day nine yeah you know what I mean yeah like if you had done this like three months six months down the road like that would be a good way to do it like Like, yeah that I want to be official with you and like maybe after you met my big right and like like, knew you like knew these people you were reaching out to and you weren't just like some girl trying to sell me like an MLM product. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, like actually, another like podcast. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> I think that's another podcast, but uh, it sounds like an MLM. But okay, <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, absolutely. No, that's definitely the too serious, too fast. Mm-hmm. Like, because I feel like every time it's happened, where yeah. we're very new in a relationship, and a guy has been like, 
do you want to be or will you be my girlfriend and in my brain i'm like he doesn't know me but Mm -hmm. at the same time like the dating revolving door now when i do get out like do you want a relationship i i too want to latch into that oh my gosh yeah it's like you're getting that like you're checking that like validation box like and then it's also like this like wild ass like crazy spinning like merry-go-round and you're like oh it's this opportunity to like reach out grab on and jump on now my turn and you're like okay great like i can finally have these things that everyone says i should have and i feel like i should have yeah oh my gosh absolutely yes and then but every time it's happened it's true they didn't know me Mm -hmm. and they don't like things about me that are integral to my personality like and that's a problem Mm -hmm. like you have to know the person yeah I do think though if you're seeing someone you're like hey I want to see where this goes that can be a conversation Mm -hmm. but it's when they're like do you want to be my girl? Yeah. After 12 that's hours weird. that you're like, mm, that's not the conversation mm-hmm. that we need yeah. to oh, be having. What option B? Would you like to like do this again sometime? <laughs> sure. Maybe within the next week. Like right. that'd be, yeah, that that'd would be, cool. be great validation mm-hmm. for me if they yeah. were like, hey, when can I see you again? Love that statement. Yeah. I love those sure. words. That's the best. It's really easy for them too. So I'm just, <laughs> just throwing that <laughs> out there. Excuse <laughs> you. <laughs> knock, knock. Um, okay. So, ooh, doesn't ask questions about you. It's oh all about him. God. Doesn't ask questions about you. Talks about how great he is. Oh, says like, oh, like I'm such a good guy. I'm such a great catch. Oh, God's um, gift. God's gift to this earth. If you're a good person, you don't have to tell other people you're a good person. Yeah. And it speaks for itself. Like, and if you are interested in me, you like ask questions. Like yeah. you take may you make that effort. Like your actions show your intentions. Yes. And if it's like not there, then see you later. Bye. And then yes. but then I think sometimes we like we fall like we get we clown ourselves mm. and like fall for the people that don't ask questions because we like mystery oh or God, we like someone trap. who the fucking mystery trap we like like someone who has who is mysterious or we think oh maybe he's not a good great conversationalist but maybe if you know like I shine bright enough he'll be interested in me and then he'll oh, want to like be really great conversation whole... and want to know something so much about me because he'll see that I'm so wonderful and, and I'm blah, interesting blah, blah, blah. I'm interesting and like I'm so cool girl if you have to try hard in the first like month that yeah. you're talking to someone, yes. or if you hit like a roadblock, that is also a red flag. This is like a red flag, like sandwich situation. <laughs> red but, flag like, and a red, red flag. flag within a red flag, <laughs> like magic red flags. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, if you have to, if someone is like trying too hard, not trying hard enough, if someone yes. is um, just like getting too wild or too serious, like, run. My mom always says, now, granted, she met my dad in high school, mm-hmm. and they had a relate. They got married in the eighties, yeah. so like it was a different <laughs> right oh universe, gosh, different universe. But she does say something that I try to remind myself. It she she always tells me, Jillian, it shouldn't be this hard. Mm-hmm. And she also says, when the right one comes, it won't be this hard. Mm-hmm. Like you won't have to try yeah. to fit. How is it a square peg in a round hole? Yeah, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. You won't have to try enforce that and even though sometimes i'm like mom you don't get it you don't know what it's like out here um, <laughs> out in these streets is rough mom you don't know it's in the trenches <laughs> um but 
at the same time I do like believe that like I think mm-hmm. it shouldn't it shouldn't be this hard like yeah. if you are struggling like you said in the first month mm-hmm. uh it's not gonna get better honey like yeah, right. it's only it's gonna get worse yeah if anything yeah. if you are arguing if you are yeah. you know having to kind of like because I think it's normal to have that to be able to say like oh this is what I need this is like things that I'm interested in these are things that yeah, I need or to say be like, like happy or like validated or whatever yes. that's normal and having that co- kind of but if or like, you like that's a trigger for me yeah like, you, you can say that right. like, yeah but if you are like arguing or like someone is just you're like someone is having to like validate like prove to you like if it's just like too extreme and like it's like so many problems and so many arguments and like all of this kind of stuff like run red yeah. flag if you were arguing in the first like week to month like it's not gonna work out like it's gonna be a rough time like the dudes who argue with me on the app because sometimes guys love to say I have a rat dog and I'm like then why the f did you swipe right like right like oh <laughs> you're like I'm sorry but like tick 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 is this thing on you are in the wrong like <laughs> this is the wrong audience for you sir like go say that to some person you like see who has like German a shepherd or like yeah. a German shepherd like say that to that person like oh haha ha, some joke about like rat little dog. dogs yeah like, um, but mine's like wrong, in, right. I'm holding it in my profile. <laughs> right. this, like this is my dog. Like this is the wrong crowd, sir. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No thanks. Yeah. It's like if you're having those conversations, and I felt myself though, like being drawn into that, mm-hmm. and I'll be like, no, like she's really great. She's yeah. really smart. And it's like, why am I engaging right. with this person? You're engaging because you want to like prove them like wrong. You yeah. want to you that woman thing of where you want to like nurture and you want to fix and you like like, you're the like oh it's a mystery. misunderstanding. It's Let a me... misunderstanding. Let me like figure this yeah. out and then. And it's like, no, it's literally not worth it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're like six months down the line and something happens, you're having a conversation, that is not what we're talking about mm-hmm. right now. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to say, like, if they're not perfect, bye bye. Yeah. But you should not be having issues mm-hmm. in the first any kind of part of it. Yeah. Like, you should mm-hmm. not be having issues essentially before you've become exclusive. I feel like that is right. almost yeah, that's kind totally, of totally, totally true. And I think you have those instances where if you, you know, find yourself dating, like, the outlier to that is, like, if you find mm-hmm. yourself dating, like, someone who's genuinely, like, manipulative and, like, emotionally abusive, they won't show signs until, like, uh, many months in. Yes, yes. Um, but, you know, You're there so are right. resources that you can find that, you know, help you, um, you know, recognize those kind of signs maybe a little bit early on. But, like, if you're in this, like, normal situation where everything is fine, but if, like, Joe Schmo is, like, being too combative and, like, making too many problems, like, too soon, like, it's time to get out. Because, obviously, he's communicating that way because he doesn't have another way of communicating. He doesn't know right. how to, like, get his, like, thoughts across or his feelings across. So he's coming at it from a really aggressive standpoint. And newsflash that's not going to be something that's going to work out for you in the next like several months especially if it makes you upset Mm -hmm. because that could work for someone that could be some chicks like most of operandi like that could be how she communicates Mm -hmm. and she's into it i am very emotional yeah and you know if you come at me i'm gonna be like oh um Mm -hmm. oh yeah sorry Uh, oh gosh what did i do and i'm like i didn't do anything to you Mm -hmm. so just know sometimes you can just take a step back and be like, not my person. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're a bad person. For sure. They're just not mm-hmm. your person. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, again, that goes back to, like, that introspection and, like, understanding what you need. Yep. And, you know, is this type and is this level of communication something that I need? Because, again, everything is based on, like, what you have found from your introspection that you need and also what your experience works for you as a person. Yes, Every time, every time, checking in with yourself is 
constant. Right. It's a continuous thing that you're going to have to work yeah. on. It's, it's a job that gonna never like stops. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, it is a full-time yes. situation. Always do it. Never stop. Um, okay, let's see. I think another one we were talking about is if they always want to hang out. Like, the hang out, especially hang out at home, but they don't want to go out. Because yeah. I think it could mean a couple of different mm-hmm. things. One, they're just lazy. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not, especially... Now, if you're into that and you're like, yeah, I don't like leaving my house mm-hmm. either, fine. If that's how you want to date, like, good for you, for mm-hmm. me. Like, I'm barely lazy, like, by myself. Yeah. So that's not going to work for me, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, one thing they never want to go out. Another thing is, honestly, and this is not to give anybody, like, a complex, but you got to think about it. Do they not want to be seen out? Mm-hmm. Is it because they don't want to be seen out with you? Or yeah. are they married and they don't want to mm-hmm. be seen out? Like, yeah. we were talking about some bachelor pad situations, which yes. we can talk about a little bit more. Um, but that's that's why this is a red flag. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, if he just wants to hang out at home and doesn't want to go out. It can mean a lot of different yeah. things, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Not great. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's for so many reasons. Like, you, y'all can't see me right now, but I am a plus-size woman, plus-size chubby fat proud person and I think you can come across the situations where if someone doesn't ever want to go out with you it can be because you they're trying to like just like check that box of like having sex with like a fat girl and And like fetishizing and like fetishizing you and being like oh my gosh I've just had so many experiences like that and um so it can be something like that or it can also be like they're just fucking lazy like they just like (laughs) like don't care and they just have like no, they just don't want to put any effort in. And again, like if that's something that's okay with you or not okay with then, you, like yeah. cool, just like check in with yourself, like you know, like enjoy whatever you enjoy. Crack a window, maybe. I don't right, know. Like, <laughs> like some air circulation. <laughs> like at the, the very room, least, like, clean I don't up know. like the Chinese takeout. But like if that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, I think all about what you need and. But like that checking of the box of like plus size. Like I went out with a guy who is now known as crazy grass guy <laughs> and crazy grass guy who I didn't find out until like we were back at his house like having a little makeout sesh mm-hmm. and he wanted me to kind of like get on top of him and straddle him because like through like so many like mumbled words because I don't think he really wanted to say it out loud oh, he yeah. wanted to like feel like the size difference and I was like um I literally said I was like no I'm fine right here and he was like oh uh, okay like cool I guess because like I had thwarted his plan of like whatever like freaky shit he wanted to do he was like oh man this isn't gonna be a porn (laughs) oh damn (laughs) and so yeah that was just like a wild experience and I was like I can recognize your bullshit so Mm -hmm. yeah if somebody like does something that makes you feel uncomfortable, it's okay That's, to recognize it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you are allowed to... Those feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. Like, if something makes you uncomfortable, like I said, that doesn't make them a bad person. Fine. Yeah. He's into that freaky shit. Mm-hmm. Let him find someone who is yeah. also into that right. shit. Like, yeah. they exist. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> I know, have to be like, you. Yeah. Being, like, um, you know, a plus-size, like, you know, fat acceptance activist... I see a lot of different kind of like sides of the coin and of the spectrum and things like that being in, um, you know, a body image as a body image coach. And, um, there are women who, you know, really enjoy guys that love to kind of like feel like their roles and like feel like they're bumpy and like their cellulite and all that kind of stuff. And like, 
I don't enjoy that. Not yeah. necessarily because I'm ashamed of it, because I'm not. It's just, it's just a part of who I am. It's natural. It's just not what I want someone to focus on about me. I, I want them agree to, with that. Yeah. I want them to like find my body sexy, but I don't want them to be like obsessed with it. And like I'm like weird, your love handles are the best part of you. It's like well, I actually kind of oh, like my eyes. Really? But, like um, I have like a wonderful smile, but <laughs> okay, yeah. That's it's just so crazy. Like finding that like like in dating like be rude like be weird yes. like it's okay to you know draw that line and draw that boundary and if it's something that makes you uncomfortable let it make you uncomfortable and like excuse yourself and leave totally fine and i think i fall into that trap of like trying to make excuses for them and yeah. being like this is okay and it's like like you said it is a revolving door mm-hmm. so we don't have to be okay mm-hmm. with all the bullshit now on the yeah. same time we have the paradox of choice and it's like if you're too 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 picky yeah you're gonna fall into the same trap of like mm-hmm. not meeting up with someone but that's mm-hmm. but still be picky mm-hmm. like th- there is a difference like yeah. <laughs> yeah it's under it's like having those like it like literally like sit down like if you're trying to date and you're really trying to like find that person yes sit down make a list of all of the things you need and then next to the, each of those reasons that's each of those things that you need write down why you need it yes. and like why is this something that is important to me and like write down things that aren't okay and then write down why yeah. they're not okay like why is this thing like not okay with you what does it make you feel and that might be easier to start with mm-hmm. the things that have bothered you yeah. or the things that you're like this is why I ended a relationship or mm-hmm. I know that this is why we ended it might be easier to start there and then be like okay what was missing like right what mm-hmm. did I need in that situation yeah. and then kind of build your list of yeah. a person what was lacking in this yes. last experience that I had with this person that you know made it not okay and is you know holding me back is um making Mm -hmm. me feel like more insecure you know whatever it is like what is it like figure out what you need yeah and I feel like we always have the conversation about the red flags it's always later and it's always like oh my gosh there were so many red flags and I just Mm -hmm. ignored them and I do think you spoke to something like when I was dating a narcissist and he was Mm -hmm. gaslighting me I didn't no until mm-hmm. like nine months in because he it would be little things mm-hmm. and little comments that eventually would just add up one of the things he would do though is mm-hmm. I, it didn't happen at first we were dating normally like go out on the weekends maybe once during the week and then it turned into he was only coming over on Sunday afternoons like mm-hmm. my mom used to joke that that's when he was let out of the psych ward Ugh. or also like oh my god <laughs> Like, when they let him out of the haha house, like it was like, on Sunday for an like, afternoon, his, like, or like felon guy, like his like yard time was yeah. like, on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> exactly, that was his yard time, and he would come spend it with me. Um, but it was the the little shit like that, and that, so now for me, mm-hmm. actually, that has become a red flag. If they can only see you, and it doesn't yeah. have to be Sunday afternoons for me. I feel like fallen into that. That was not the only time that's <laughs> happened to me. Um, but as the next time it happened, mm-hmm. I noticed it really quickly. I was yeah. like, hmm we're only hanging out on Mm -hmm. Sunday afternoons when, which doesn't super work for me because I have shit to do on Sundays. Mm -hmm. Like that's my do stuff day. So if that's, yeah. So, but I know we were, um, kind of talking about that when they're like, it it just feels like, are you hiding another family? Right. Yes. Oh my gosh. My friend, (laughs) she was 
she was dating this guy and she after like a couple weeks she ended up morphing into Friday girl and he mm. would only ever see her on Fridays like she there was one time where she was like oh I'm busy Friday but are you busy you know <clears throat> are you busy on like Sunday or something like that mm-hmm. and he was like uh uh like no I can only do Friday and it was like that every single time she was always Friday girl and then she like knew it was um you know, she felt, it felt kind of fishy, but yeah. she was like, oh, well, like, he's, you know, he's a lawyer, so maybe he's just really busy and, like, mm-hmm. has other stuff going on. Um, <clears throat> but a red flag in that is he was someone who didn't have a lot of friends. So she was like, why am I only able to see you on Friday when you yeah, don't like, have a lot, when you have, like, you talk about no friends, you don't talk about your family. It's not like you're a baseball like, coach. Like, you're, what are you doing? Right. Like, I know you're not coaching Little League on, like, <laughs> on, like, the weekends. Yeah. Stop it right now. Um... <laughs> But yeah, and he was just like only, she was only Friday girl. And then she was like, this is not okay. And then she ended it. And he also, by extension, had like American Psycho apartment <laughs> where it was like clean to a T. And like, I'm sorry, but like, this is a generalization. But most guys aren't like massively like clean humans. No. Like, they're, any, no, they're not. <laughs> like, I have never, I've been to, this sounds terrible, but I've been to a lot of guys' apartments and them shits are not that clean right like i want to know why none of them have hand soap or hand towels never like and like then, i'm <laughs> like i'm like don't touch me because i know you don't have soap in the bathroom right like or there's or when they do have soap they don't have like a hand towel so you like take the risk of like drying your hands on their towel and you're not sure if you're like drying your hands on like where their balls are. I know. Where <laughs> they like put like, it in a butt. Like, <laughs> you're like drying your hands on like where their ass crack. And, like, and you're like, now I need yeah. Germex so I don't get pink eye from washing my hands <laughs> in your bathroom. Like, oh my gosh. Or the bed is on the floor with That's no also sheets. a red flag. If you get to the point and like they're like, a whole red flag section. Like if you go to their apartment. <laughs> it's just one it's big just, red flag. It's like dirty and it's gross. And then like think about that. Like if you like are you willing to like date someone who is so messy and like knows that that. you have are coming over or like knows there's the possibility of you coming over and they don't make the effort to clean. Like if y'all end up getting to the situation where you live together, you're not, I'm sorry, women, we try to train dudes. It's It's a joke that we say we try to train people, but you can't train a grown ass man. You cannot, most of the time cannot teach old dogs, new tricks. Mm -hmm. They're messy. Now they're going to be messy when y'all live together. So Pay attention to the cleanliness of a dude's house. Like, if there's pubic hair and pee all over their Ugh. toilet. Uh, if you guys didn't hear me, I just went, ugh. <laughs> or, like, they're, like, pubes and they're, like, pee being all over I everywhere. Mean, it, it's so gross. I'm like, why did you invite me here? Yeah. Like, why are we like, oh, let's go back to my place? Like, like why did you, like, like... I just, like, did the coronavirus originate in your bathroom <laughs> yes, toilet? I like, think, is that where it came from? I think it did. Gross. And you I want me to be patient have. zero? Like, <laughs> yeah, okay, absolutely. Sacrifice me to your freaking toilet. Um, but one thing that we were saying that brought up, uh, reminded me of something. Mm-hmm. When they cancel, if they cancel last minute or cancel for really dramatic reasons, things like that, we've mm-hmm. ta- kind of talked about that. Now, here's the saving to the red flag is when they suggest an alternate Absolutely. date. Like, mm-hmm. pretty much immediately. Like, yeah. not a week later, not three months later when their backup plan <laughs> failed, mm-hmm. you know, fell through. Yeah. Um, but when they say, hey, I can't do Friday, mm-hmm. how about Sunday morning brunch? Yep. Perfect. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Totally. I'm in love with that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. when they, because when 
dudes do that. They show you that they not only respect you, mm-hmm. they respect their t- your time. Yeah. And they also are, again, actions. Their intentions and their yes. actions are lining up. They're saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I have to stay late at work. Are yeah. you free X, Y, Z? And then you're like, yes, yes, I am free I'm then. Super like, free I'm super free now. I'm so free for that. And yeah, it's about like how much consideration is someone taking for you? Yes. Are they taking a lot? Are they taking none? You know, yes. what's happening? Cancellation is human. Like yeah. even us talking right now, I had to move it because mm-hmm. I forgot I had a hair appointment. Luckily, the salon always texts me the day before and says, <laughs> hey, your appointment is this morning. Um, but I text and I was immediately like, does this other time mm-hmm. work? Like providing alternate. We're all human. We're going to forget or yeah. you're going to be looking at a different calendar mm-hmm. or whatever. But the saving grace to that is when they kind of immediately yeah. provide mm-hmm. an alternate. Yeah. I think it ju- it shows, you know, their investment in you, their mm-hmm. respect for you, and just a little thing that you really have to pay attention to for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much what we're saying about the red flags. The thing is, mm-hmm. it's so easy to say, oh, red flags, oh, watch out for red flags, red flags, red flags, red flags. There's so many things Um, like the communication thing I've talked about the change in communication be on the lookout for that however like I've also said before if they're if they've never been a texter Mm -hmm. if they've never posted woman crush Wednesday on Facebook you also can't expect them to turn Mm -hmm. that around yep um but if they were making you woman crush Wednesday every Mm -hmm. Wednesday and they were texting you 24 7 and now they've stopped yeah it's a red flag yeah absolutely like if you go from like constantly texting to then like it's taking like oh boy like eight to ten business days to get back to you like it's not okay like and then again like realizing what you need like do I want someone who texts a lot am I okay with someone who never texts right that's fine but like it's the change in communication like you said it's like was this person always consistently text me and now I never hear from them again you know yep. was this person like talking about me on their social media and now they're not mm-hmm. you know what's what, what changed? Is that change what going happened on? Mm-hmm. and just kind of looking at that and I think that's what we're saying about the red flags is like kind of in of themselves they may not be a red flag and actually no they should stay a red flag we should pay attention they may not be a deal breaker yes mm-hmm. that I think absolutely let them be red flags acknowledge them as such pay attention to them but it doesn't have to be a deal breaker yeah Yeah. I think that is that would be my takeaway (laughs) yeah that's absolutely like a huge takeaway I think it's like takeaway of like red flags is you know taking a look at what end of the spectrum is someone on are they doing Mm, too much mm -hmm. are they doing too little yes um you know number one number two is what kind of um you know, figuring out what you need and you want, because are those red flags going to be something that is going to bother you for forever? Like if someone is like a really like bad texter, they never text, they never want to talk on the phone. Are they going to be, is that something that's going to bother you? But you know, when you're together, is it really great? Does conversation flow easy? You know, maybe they don't like talking on the phone. Um, but you know, when you're together in person, that's going to be like really great and it flows really easy and you guys get along super great. So like figuring out those things of like what, 
you know, might be an issue for your homegirl that really bothers yes. her is not necessarily going to be an issue for you. And right? that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I'm a person, I love like a lot of communication. I just love having conversation with people. I love getting to know people. Um, I don't mind if someone like mul- sends me multiple texts, mm-hmm. but my best friend she is a very independent person. She likes her time. She doesn't like her time being eaten up by constantly texting. Um, so she's really like trash at responding to guys. Like she never responds <laughs> back. Yeah. And so. And it'll be like, they haven't talked to me in three days. And it's because I never answered them. Right. Like, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. And um, it's just kind of like knowing that about yourself and like what you need and what you want, I think is really important too. Yes. And checking in. And like we said, it sounds easy. It's not like all one and done. You've got to constantly been working mm-hmm. on it. You're going to get knocked off track. Like there's always going to be that one that you got mm-hmm. real excited about. We've all been there and that's okay. Enjoy those feelings. Like get excited. Like I think yeah. it's important to know that you can still get excited and still be happy. And it's also not going to be the end of the world no matter what yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, I think we also think that like we make such a job out of dating. Oh that, my like, gosh, yes. It's like. I, you know, I have to like cluck in and like swipe this many people and like do this Seriously, and do that. numbers game. Gotta it's play the numbers. numbers game. Like I have to like, you know, have my options open and like this, that. Like you're not trading stocks. You're not like clocking in and it's out. It's not fantasy football. You're not like analyzing emails to your boss. Like it is something that where you're supposed to make connections and, you know. Companionship. And like, like, you know, enjoy people's time. And yes. like if you, I think if we take that pressure off of dating and we take that pressure off of, you know, you need to have the red flags. You need to have, know, understand what things you want to pay attention to. Yes. For, you know, what you need and what you want to make, what makes you feel safe. Yes. But, you know, at the same time, don't stranglehold. Don't make it this, like, job of dating so that you can, like, check this, like, life, this, like, life box in, you know, of, of everything that you have to do. Like, I have to get married. I have to have kids. I have to, like, find a job. I have to find an apartment mm-hmm. and buy a house. Like, if you just let yourself experience life and you take the pressure and the how and the when, like, things come so much easier to you. Yes. And I think just removing that pressure while still being mindful and, like, doing things to, like, make yourself feel safe and, like, being aware. It's just, like, this huge, like, juggling thing of, like, yes. all of these things. But, like, essentially you just need to, like, chill out. And, like, experience life because, like, cheesily enough, like, you only get one. You only you get to, like, do this, like, one time. And, like, if you're just stressing about all of these things. You're not going to enjoy not- the ice cream that you're eating yeah. on your date. <clears throat> and I just want to say I love the way you phrase that because I think that is a different take on the mm-hmm. whole love will find you when you're not mm-hmm. looking, which the next person that says that to me can bite me. <laughs> um, I think that's actually the way to do that. Yeah. It's not, oh, it'll come when you're not looking. It'll come easier and you will have a better time mm-hmm. when you're not trying to just check off the boxes yeah. for the sake of checking off yeah. the boxes when you're not like check when you're not like strangle holding like yes. the process the outcome yes. when you just like let go you let yourself experience you let yourself have a good time you don't make things mean something that they don't mean and right. you just like chill out and you just like let yourself live and as an overthinker I know it's hard (laughs) and I have to remind myself to Mm -hmm. do it but it is possible like as an overthinker I'm telling you Mm -hmm. it's possible as someone who probably should be a little bit more medicated I'm telling you it's possible oh my gosh absolutely same (laughs) I like suffered and still do like from like really bad social anxiety which Mm -hmm. made like my I didn't really start trying to date until I was like in my early 20s I was like 22 or 23 wow yeah and I was like a late bloomer who has like 
made up for that in like a short amount of time, <laughs> but whatever. Um, but I just had like this stranglehold on the situation and like I overanalyzed so much mm-hmm. because I was so concerned about things I didn't need to be concerned with. And now, you know, you know, growing up and learning myself more, it's been so much easier to just kind of like let it happen. Like and more like, fun. Yes, it's dating is like so much more fun. And I just, you know, recently broke up with a guy because he was 24, I was 28 and our life paths didn't like match up. Yeah. But I didn't like let those things like ruin anything or like I didn't like let it be this like explosive you situation. You still had an in- yeah. like a good time. Yeah, we had like a really good time together and I don't like regret any time that we spent together because I was just focused on having that fun, having that experience, making a good connection with someone, you know, and then hopefully on that path, you know, while I'm doing that, then I'll find someone that I click with and that, you know, will become what I want, you know, what my ultimate goal is without having that stress and that stranglehold on what's going on. Yes. Because I've I've heard someone say like, don't stress out and worry and kind of ruin it for yourself Mm -hmm. before it's even happened. Yes. Don't like make yourself worry twice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Don't like let yourself suffer like once while you're overthinking it and then you like end up living it and Mm -hmm. like suffering all over again. Just learn to like let go and like let it happen. Yes. I... I think that was a great conversation. Oh my gosh, so great, <laughs> so great. We, I feel like we covered a lot, and I really want to stress that the takeaway is like, it's the opposite of look for these check boxes. Mm-hmm. It's like just pay attention to all of mm-hmm. it, the good and the bad. Because yeah. think about, you know, the I don't know what we want to call them, the blue flags um, <laughs> of things that have made you feel really good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe that wasn't your person, and you didn't yeah. end up together, but they did things that you're like, that is. Mm-hmm. important to me in a relationship yeah. pay attention to that too it's not all negative yeah but you gotta work you gotta make that happen mm-hmm. so yeah absolutely take, take some onus there is it a red flag or is it just something i need to be aware of yeah. about the other person or about myself yes yeah exactly well thank you chelsea if one more time you want to tell folks where they can find you yes okay great so you can find me at um you can find me on uh, Facebook at Chelsea Michelle. You can find me on Instagram at Unchained Magic with an underscore. You can find my coaching website at UnchainedMagic.com. And um, if you know you ever need any help, you can ask Jillian. You can find me, and then we can always chat and talk about what your red flags need to be yes. or what they don't need to be. <laughs> if you just kind of want a pep talk, she's definitely your girl um, for that. So. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of The Dating Dossier. You can find me on Instagram at The Dating Dossier. You can always send your stories, listener files, at thedatingdossier at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chelsea.